0: Hello and welcome to Why It Matters. I'm your host, Melissa Hutchins. Let's find out why coming home matters. Alright, before I get started, please remember to leave a rating if you can. I've also started a Facebook group for listeners to give feedback, offer suggestions for new topics, and to engage with like-minded individuals. If you're interested in that, please search for Why It Matters Podcast Discussion Group. Super catchy, right? (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Last year, I went on vacation to Destin, Florida. We live in West Virginia and decided to drive because I am not getting on an airplane without sedation if I can help it. Anyway, the trip was about 12 to 14 hours, and when we finally got there, we were so excited and we had a blast. We drove back home, and my husband and I really just wanted to hug our fur babies and go to sleep. We were exhausted. I wanted to go inside and wash the travel yuck off. I wanted to climb in my bed and get a good night's sleep in my familiar home. This episode isn't actually about coming home like you would after a vacation or even work. I mean coming home after backsliding, coming back to church, back to God, after you've left. People leave the church or their home for many reasons. It could be because someone in church has hurt them. It could be because they were in for a really long time, maybe even raised in church, and they wanted to get a taste of the world. Maybe they were angry at God for something such as the loss of a loved one or the loss of assets. They might not even realize that they have backslidden in their hearts because they're still attending or watching church. Whatever the case may be, these people matter. They have souls. If you're listening to this and you know that you're not right with God, please keep listening. I'll be real. I make mistakes constantly. I don't pray enough. I don't fast like I should. I lose my temper. I don't read my Bible often enough. I'm failing in a lot of ways. But the one way that I'm succeeding in my walk with God is that I have gotten back up and I choose to try again daily. I've considered throwing in the towel on more than one occasion. I understand how hard it is to press on when my friends have quit. I know how lonely it is when my small youth group dwindled down to me and one other person. I get how it is when everyone around me is doing something that goes exactly against my convictions. I get it. It's rough. I was thinking the other day of some of my personal heroes, some of my favorite worshippers, and I noticed that a good number of them had backslidden and come back. People I know had been raised in church. And when they got old enough, they left. Some had life-changing experiences. Some good, like having a child, and some not so good, like developing an addiction. But when they came back, they brought their worship. They brought their children. They brought testimonies of deliverance and of God providing for them. They brought encouragement for the people around them that the world doesn't have anything better to offer than what Jesus has for you. Do you remember the parable that Jesus taught in Luke 15, specifically Luke 15 and 11 through 32? I won't read you the whole thing, but I will give you the Melissa notes. So this man had two sons. One of them asked for his inheritance and his father obliged. He went out, moved away, partied, and spent every bit of it. He got so down on his luck that he was starving and ate basically pig slop. And so the son thought about his situation and realized his dad is well off with servants and everything. He figured that maybe if he asked really nicely and apologized for what he had done, maybe his father would let him come home and let him be a servant just to have some decent food and a place to stay. He rehearsed his speech all the way home, and when he got there, his dad ran to meet him. His dad wouldn't even let him get his speech out because he was too busy yelling to his servants to prepare a feast because his son was home. The father threw a great party with music and food and all the celebration because his son was home. He had waited and watched for him all this time. He had been considered dead and lost and now he's alive and found again. This story is amazing because it shows us just how much God loves us. He's willing to forgive and forget, and it's as simple as coming home. People might take a vacation from the church thinking that they'll come back later, but there may not always be time for that. We've all heard that Jesus is coming back. Prophecies are being fulfilled left and right. Even if we have time before his return, not one of us is guaranteed tomorrow. If you are not right with God, if you don't know that you are ready to go should he call you away, please take this as a sign to get right, pray back through, and make plans to come on home. Young person struggling, there is not one thing in this world, not one person on or near this planet that is worth losing your soul. Drugs and alcohol are not worth it. If you need proof, contact me and I'll put you in touch with people who know firsthand. That boy isn't worth it. If you don't believe me, let me know and I'll tell you some stories. Money and fame are so fickle in nature and they aren't worth missing heaven. I can tell you stories to prove it. Before I end this, let me talk to the person who has stayed in church through all of the falling away, myself included. There is more to the parable. When the father ordered the feast and celebration, the son who stayed was upset because all this fuss was being made for his heathen, rioting brother. He was upset and, dare I say, bitter, because he had stayed and helped his dad. He'd kept his inheritance in a safe place. He had done right. Why had all this fuss been made for his brother? And his father told him that, Of course, he's still great, and he still has his inheritance, but we are rejoicing because his brother, who was effectively dead and gone, was back home. You who have been faithful to God, you who have obeyed him and stayed strong through all of this, you might start seeing your friends come back into church. If you do, please don't be like the other brother. Run with your father to greet them shake their hands, give them hugs, let them know that they are welcome back in the father's house. Believe me, they have traveled a long way. They have traveled through fear of rejection. They have traveled through denial. They have traveled through hurt and loss and depression and addiction and loneliness and unbelief, and they are tired. They just want to get home and get rest, not be berated by their brother. Like a dear friend said to me, They've got barnacles on them and those don't fall off so easily. They need time to get clean again. Please try and put yourself in your brother's shoes when they come home. Don't judge them. Don't write them off because of what they said or did when they were gone. If your father has forgiven them, help the servants set up the feasting table. Pull out their chair and love on them for coming home. Prodigal friends and brothers listening, please come home. The door is open and there is a feast to be had. You are so important to your father and your brother. Thank you so much for listening. Talk soon, Lord willing.